This is one of our newest show sponsors. This is a business that was started by Chief Dave Robertson. And really what it all came down to is he knows that getting a fire job or getting promoted for the first time is incredibly hard. It's always a long process. It can be frustrating and it's, it's really incredibly challenging. What's even more challenging is that when you know that you always wanted to be a firefighter and that you would make a great firefighter or even more so being a great officer or chief and you just feel like no one will look at your resume or nobody will even give you a chance or take you serious for that promotion. So Chief Dave works really closely with you know creating just a team of two, the two of y'all. He's all about giving you the commitment that's unmatched towards achieving your, your career goals and exactly what you want to do. He will mentor and coach you to help you become the kind of candidate that these fire departments are all looking for and they can't miss. Chief Dave from Fire Edge, he comes with 25 years of fire service experience. Guys, go listen to the episode that I had him on the show. He talks all about it. He's been there and done that and actually earned his stripes in this business. On the business side, he's got thousands of hours of coaching and training, leading, consulting, recruiting, building hiring processes you know you name it and he's done it chief dave just talking to him he's all about the one-on-one connection he's all about customer service and he really genuinely does care about the fire service as a whole and the next generation of guys that we're bringing into this business for a 30-year career that all leads to having a strong passion with what you're doing and who you're working with that's the 100 percent commitment that chief dave has given to me Uh, with the third alarm cowboys and what he's given to every single one of you out there across this nation and in canada that are wanting to get involved in the fire service and are wanting to make that next step truly it doesn't matter if you are just a recruit that's aspiring to get a fire career job or you're a company officer that's wanting to become a chief or a chief officer that's wanting to move any high even higher what you got to do is figure out your why and find your passion that makes you truly love this job And that's what Chief Dave Robertson is doing with Fire Edge. So, guys, give him a chance. Go look him up. Give him a phone call. He's putting his personal number out there for the Third Alarm Cowboys podcast listeners to give him a call and get your fire career either started and going or moving in the direction in which you want to do. So give Dave a call at 519-384-3072. And that's Fire Edge Career coaching training and consulting y'all go give him a chance go get to know him he's a great guy go listen to the podcast episode that i had him on that's chief dave robertson hey guys i'm gonna take a second and tell you all about first line fire service training it's a badass page on facebook i encourage every single one of you to go and follow them Dennis is a retired fire chief. He's been a huge supporter of our show for since the very beginning. He's believed in Third Alarm Cowboys and our mission of making firefighters better. Dennis also has the same mission of being able to train firefighters, make them better. He's using all of his years of experience of 20 plus years plus his military background to offer training ideas. He travels all around the country speaking at different conferences, trying to help guys get better when it comes to their tactical ability, when it comes to their physical ability, and everything in between. He's really pushing things to the limits, especially for an older guy that's retired. He's still getting up every single day putting his gear on, going out in the driveway, doing crazy-ass workouts that most of us couldn't even handle. He's still getting out there getting it done. 
He also does a weekly training video on first line fire service training, offering up when every type of uh, tactical and operational skills that he's learned throughout his career through working from other people. One thing that's really impressive to me about Dennis is that he owns the fact that most of the things that he has learned and sharing are things that he learned from other people and he's just passing that on. That's something that he and I have in common. He's taking all the information he took from his career and sharing it on to the next generation to make the next generation solid and better firefighters. That's a great mentality to have. He's the kind of guy that people should be listening to when it comes to learning about what to do in the fire service with their career, with their tactics, and with their operations. So y'all go check them out on Facebook, First Line Fire Service Training, LLC. Send Dennis a message that you heard about his business from our show. If you're putting on any kind of training conference, Dennis is the guy that you need to contact. Get him in the door and let him share his knowledge to make the people in your area that are attending the conference better. And just know that... I support his business and he supports mine. And that's the kind of people that we need in the fire service to make us all better and stronger. I'm going to also take a second to tell you all about one of our show sponsors. That's Norse Fire Equipment out of North Dakota. Whenever I first started talking about having sponsors for the show, I really wanted it to be genuine businesses that are firefighter owned and operated and people that have good business ethics and have a good mission. Matt Vercota reached out to me from Norse Fire Equipment. He and I have spoken and, and talked back and forth a little bit, got to know each other, and he seems to have fit that criteria. He's a full-time firefighter and founded this company in 2020 to provide a good place for firefighters to be able to get equipment that they needed to be able to do their job and have it at a good price and just good quality equipment instead of some of these places that want to sell you real cheap crap. For... Y'all go over to norsefireequipment.com coupon code cowboy five that'll get you five percent off on your online orders all right guys on with the show dispatch to all units this is a third alarm switch to the tack channel Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the TAC channel. I'm your host, Heath Meredith. This is the Third Alarm Cowboys podcast. This is a podcast for firefighters. We talk about real-life situations, stuff in your station like leadership and promotions, and stuff in your personal life like relationships and finances. You name it, we talk about it. Some things may be a little controversial, but that's real life, and that's what we're going to talk about on the show. All right, welcome back, guys. I'm going to have to make this one a pretty quick little episode here. i got to go work a 48 starting in the morning, so... I've been kind of busy working a little bit with my new role at my part-time. I have recently been named and took over the fire training program. Uh, more or less, I'm, I'm the coordinator for the department. It's fire training. That's going to be uh, <laughs> a whole new avenue of stuff that pretty much uh, I'm really excited about. It's going to be it's going to be different. I'm going to have to learn to balance basically training volunteers, training paid guys helping uh the chief write the curriculum on what we're gonna you know break it down to make it all the different parts and stuff for for being able to handle and make sure all of our records and all that meet the standards that we need to and and being able to do all that is some things that i haven't had to do before and then overall just try to really get a good foundation 
so anyway i got my hands full just kind of trying to get all that together and, and figuring out exactly the direction that we're going to take the program and making sure that we're really building a good foundation of firefighters this this department is a it's a three-station department but only one of the stations is currently staffed and a lot of development going on a lot of rooftops popping up and so what we do you know over the next couple of years is going to really point the direction for the department in the future and we just want to get a good baseline and a good foundation of of high standard firefighters and i think that the, all the people that that work there really have the same kind of mindset and have a love for the community and it's a really good group of people and it's just going to be uh taking the experience that i have and and kind of trying to bring it to the bring it to the department because some of these guys are a little green and they just uh haven't been exposed to the level of fires that that some of the other guys like us um have that work there have so that's kind of what I'm doing, been doing and working on and really just getting a lot going with that. Guys, this week we launched. It's going to be limited edition because bottom line, I'll tell you all straight up, the cost of hats has gone up. And uh, last year I made some pretty big orders of stuff and I've sold pretty much everything from last year. But basically what I'm wanting to do is I'm going to start doing some you know, limited edition runs instead of making these huge you know, several hundred shirts or several hundred hats, I'm just going to get like 50 made. So, um, I had the, the limited edition midnight, you know, blacked out with charcoal lettering and stuff made up. And that's been real popular and y'all are buying the shit out of my, I've got probably about half left and it's only been up for about a week. So if you want one of those blacked out hats, I think they look really cool. Uh, a lot of guys seem to like that that kind of look, like the the blacked out midnight look. So I do have about half of those left, but they're going quick, and I don't know that I'll make any more. There's some other hat designs that I'm wanting to go to, and you know, different colors and all that kind of good stuff. So if you want uh, one of the midnight edition black hats, go ahead and go to uh, thirdalarmcowboys.com and get that, guys. I got to thank all all of you for the follows and subscribes on on apple podcast and spotify we've really we've jumped several hundred followers in the last couple of weeks i'm not sure if that's just because a lot of new people have been added on facebook there's a whole lot more of you that are following the the facebook page and the instagram page and uh several i mean really several hundred over the last couple of weeks uh, and that could be in part due to um, the cigars it could be because of the podcast i was just on this last week that's why i didn't have the ability to uh, record a show for y'all this last week. I was a guest on Firehouse Leadership with uh, Josh Chase. You know, he came on this show and, and we talked a lot about, you know, his jump seat leadership books and and all that good stuff. Well, he invited me to come on on his show and do a little cross-pollination and just kind of sharing the ideas that we have as, as guys that really do just work in fire stations. And he brought up some great points that a lot of these podcasts are all about getting big names in the fire service, you know, FDIC speakers and shit like that. And he really has the same mindset like I do when it comes to a lot of those guys, they're chiefs or they're already retired or they really don't have a good working knowledge of what's happening in today's uh, fire stations with guys that are online sitting at the kitchen tables. A lot of those people are really just very disconnected. So his show is all about having firefighters on and talking about real shit. And I was very honored to be a guest on that show. I had a great time. It was a little different being the guy that's getting asked the questions rather than the one, you know, getting to uh, getting to dig into somebody else's brain. But it was a great conversation. It was an absolute just wonderful experience being on that show. And I want to thank Josh for having me on over there and Jared for having me on over there. So y'all go give that show a listen. 
And you'll get to hear, you know, me answer some questions from other guys instead of just my thoughts on, you know, the things that I want to talk about. It was, you know, they got to put me in the hot seat a little bit and, and ask me some stuff. And it, it was a great show. Overall, it was, it was a great show. It was a great experience. I want to thank those guys for having me on there and letting me, uh, you know, speak to their, their platform and, and all of their listeners. That's a pretty big, uh, Josh has a pretty big following. I know a lot of people are starting to, put his uh his books and his the literature that he's putting out as part of some promotional processes and I've I've talked to several guys that I know in the Houston area that are like, Man, you were on that show. Hell I had to read that book for my uh, you know, officers test, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So it's pretty cool of how small a world it is and how we're able to all kind of share and and really everybody that's that's riding a truck these days has a lot of the same mindsets. And we just have to get to the point where we are the ones that are being able to make a lot of the decisions within the department on how we operate. I think overall, and we talk a lot about it. We talk about promotions. We talk about leadership and all that good stuff. And overall, I think as a whole, we have a lot of people with cross bugles in this, in this fire service that, that just either never did the job, don't have a love for the job, don't have an understanding for the job, and they're just making decisions based on what other guys that they go to these conferences with or they sit at these tables with that they didn't have a love for the job or an understanding of the job or even did the job. And so they're just bouncing bad ideas off of each other and it goes in a big circle of bad ideas. And then they all come back to their departments and they implement all this stuff. And we're sitting back here like, that shit doesn't even work for us. What the hell are we doing? Well, that's why. Because there's just a huge disconnect, guys. There's a, there's a really big disconnect. But we have some great chiefs out there that are traveling, that are getting into that circuit, that are starting to rub elbows with those people. And I think I think the tides are turning. We talk a lot about it at my fire station. We talk a lot about it, you know, on this show, listeners and everything. And I really do think the tides are turning. I think that the true love of the fire service is coming back. I think that we just don't have the numbers yet. We, you know, we don't have 5,000 people showing up to test for 30 spots right now. And so we don't have we don't have the power currently in a lot of these areas, a lot of these departments, but I do think it's coming back. It's going to take a little bit of time. It's going to take those of us that are in the stations right now really holding it down and setting hard standards for these people that are coming in and just letting them know, like, hey, you're going to work here. This is how you're going to be. This is how we perform. We don't give a shit about what the textbook says and this class says and that cert says and everything. This is what's required in this this district that you work at at this station. You have to be able to do this because this is what is expected. And I think if we get a full generation of people rolling through with that understanding of how the job really is, then a lot of these problems will ultimately fix themselves. It's just going to take some time and it's going to take guts. It's going to take guts and people standing up for what's right and, and doing what's right. So, guys, it was recently brought to my attention. This is something that I want to share with everybody because it really goes along with with what I'm talking about of inside that firehouse, firefighter to firefighter, having guts, having balls, whatever you, however you want to label it. But bottom line is we're in a really weird spot when it comes to relationships in the fire station. It's something that we ta- I talked about with – Josh, you know, and I'm not going to steal from the show because I want y'all to all go listen to because we get pretty in depth, but relationships in the fire station is absolutely crucial. You're not just sitting in a cubicle with these people, you know, eight to five with an hour and a half lunch break and you see them at the coffee pot or the damn water fountain. That is not what we do. 
at all. That is nothing at all what the fire service and these fire stations are about. You have to absolutely 100% rely on these people and have a working relationship and a personal relationship with everyone in your station. That's just how it works. We sit around, we talk about brotherhood. We sit around and, and say all this shit, but so many have no clue what we're even talking about. They don't... They, it's just truly just bumper stickers and bullshit for some of these guys. You walk around here, you say that you're a firefighter, you claim that you, oh, everybody's my brother, all this bullshit. And that is exactly what it is, is total bullshit. And I'm going to tell all y'all what was recently brought to my attention is, you know, firefighters, <laughs> we are the most judgmental people on the planet when it comes to each other. And that's, you know, that's because we're in close quarters. That's because we are more or less a family. A lot of us are. Some people, not so much. And what I want everybody to really take from this episode, and I'm going to share a story with y'all and explain some things with y'all, but I want, I want everyone to take from this is that when you have a passion, when you have a love, when you have something that you're doing that is outside the norm, those closest to you or around you or think that they know you are going to be your biggest haters. And that's just something that you have to accept. Uh, I'm going to give a, a little plug on here because I, I think that everybody that listens to this show probably should also be listening to uh, Real AF with Andy Frisella. He's the owner of First Form, but he also runs um, really one of the biggest podcasts on the planet, Real AF. And then before that, he had the number one entrepreneur and business podcast with the MF CEO Project. Huge inspiration for me. I learned this when I'm about to share with y'all in this show. I learned these principles and stuff from him, um, and I have to give give him credit for it, hundred percent. Because there's a lot of things that I've done in my life, ideas I've had, businesses that I've you know done and was successful, or done and failed, or you know chased dreams, did this job wanted to do that job whatever it is promoting all this shit and guys what i'm going to tell y'all is honestly the people around you are going to be the ones that snub you the most the people around you are going to be the ones that make you feel like shit the most and i'm not talking about you know your spouse or anything like that like close family they 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 will support you but i'm talking about really guys in the in the fire department is really what I want to talk about on this show. You know, you you have guys out here that are they'll run businesses on their days off, and you'll be working your ass off, and then you come to the station, and because you're running a successful business outside where you're working damn eighteen hours or twenty hours a day, you come to the station, and guys want to take advantage of you, or you come to the station, and they expect because you are successful outside of the fire department financially per se they expect for you to pick up the tab on everything and that's becoming more and more of the norm and i saw a post today on facebook had a beautiful ranch beautiful ranch i'm talking about it was it was really fucking nice it's what i'd like to have one day and um you know it just kind of broke it down a little bit but basically it said you know um picture of this and this is for all those people out there that say oh this must be it must be nice Oh, it must be nice. And it was talking about how, you know, to have this kind of place, to live in this kind of home, a normal eight to five wouldn't do. 
Um, it must be nice, all those countless hours that I worked, all those weekends that I worked, all those holidays that I worked, the birthdays that I missed, all this shit that, I mean, every single one of you understand exactly what I'm saying. If you want to live and have something that's your passion or, or live beyond what the fire station allows for you to do, then you're probably going to have those people that are going to be fucking hating on you. That's just how it works. And most of the time, it's going to be those people that are right close to you or the, or the people that you think uh, you can trust or rely on. And I'm here to tell you all that most of the time, it's going to be a letdown. Um, the thing is that you just have to keep in mind and, and realize is it doesn't make a shit. Those people don't make a shit. And they're only hating on you for their own shortcomings. They're only hating on you because they can't fucking do what you're doing. And the quicker that you realize that, the healthier and happier you will be. So that's what I want y'all to take from this show, and then I'm going to spin this into a little bit more because of what was talked about this shift at my fire station. So I had one of the young guys come up to me, and I say young, he's hella young. He's like 19, and you know he asks all of us tons of questions. The older guys that are that are on our shift, he asks life advice, fire department advice, um, every, everything. He's he's literally a little sponge, and he's just asking a million questions about all everything out there. And I respect that. I, I think that it's cool. I think <laughs> some days it's like bring my kid to work day because I got a daughter that's shit. She's only three years younger than him, so sometimes that's what it feels like. But you know, I'm going to pour into this guy to the best of my abilities. And he's a volunteer at another department up the road from where we work. And it's a um, it's a combination department. Got paid guys, got volunteers. They run EMS, all this shit, whatever. And he was talking to me and basically was saying that one of the dudes that works there full time was pretty much for lack of, of other, I mean, just straight dogging on me. Straight talking shit about the podcast, talking shit about um, how stupid it is and why would I'm a firefighter, why would I have a firefighter podcast, nobody would listen to that shit, blah, 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 which it's kind of funny because we've got 31,000 listeners, but hey, you know, whatever. Um, and just, just just straight dogging on me. And, of course, the young guy, where he's like, well, yeah, you know, I know him, this, that, and the other, and made a few fires with him since he's been in and everything and just kind of talking well, he comes back because it really rubbed him the wrong way. And he was like, man, this guy, since I met him when I started volunteering over there, he kind of claimed to half-ass be one of your friends, but then he was straight dogging on you. So, you know, what What do you, I mean, what do you think? Like, what? what's your, you know, your opinion of it? And I was like, well, I'm going to tell you straight up, man. Um, it doesn't make me a damn. I don't give a shit. And here's why. And the thing I want a lot of people to realize and start thinking about, before you allow someone else from the outside, whoever it is, whether it's one of your brothers in the station or not, or it's a damn somebody on Facebook commenting on some bullshit, what you guys got to realize is it doesn't make a damn. And it took me a long time to realize. I, I used to give a shit about what was said in, in the comments years ago. I used to care about things like that. It would, it would genuinely bother me. And it took me, I don't know, probably my mid-20s and stuff. I just quit giving a shit because you start realizing, like, people come and go. Uh, money comes and goes. Friendships come and go. All that shit, and it doesn't make a damn. If they're not paying your bills or sleeping with you in the bed, then it doesn't matter. 
They don't live inside your four walls. They don't have any they they don't have any weight in what goes on in your life. They are just a fucking leech. And it took me a long time to realize that, but that's something that I really thank guys because I, I'm sitting here and now that we're doing this uh, partnership with the fools, and I've, I've been talking to several other fools chapters across the nation, and really seeing you know by following their page, I see their posts with their meetings and and all this stuff, and I, I recently saw one where. You know, the uh, there was, I don't remember being honest, I don't remember exactly what the context was, but I'm going to paraphrase. Basically, it said that the guys in the fire service that genuinely love the fire department are getting hated on by, you know, the people that they were. Well, why are you going to that training? That's dumb. Why are you doing this? That's dumb. Blah, blah, blah. And we're our own worst enemies. We're sitting over here beating each other up and shitting on people's dreams because you're a piece of shit. And that's one thing I had to tell the, you know, my coworker that I, the other firefighter I work with. I'm like, look, man, I'm going to tell you something. When it comes to that guy's credibility, I don't usually put people on teetotal blast, but I'll put this motherfucker on blast because I don't give a shit. Um, his credibility in my mind means diddly fucking shit because I know who he is, what he's done, and I know about his past. He can walk around that fire department around people like you that don't know him. He puts on a great show about how he's this super firefighter and he'll act like he's your best friend and all this shit. But bottom line is, is he was the best man in his best friend's wedding. Six months after the wedding, he gets caught fucking him. And that guy's a firefighter too. So they were over here. He's fucking the dude's wife that he was in their wedding and in, and claiming to be his best friend and his brother in the fire station. So a guy's opinion that will sleep with his own brother from the fire station's wife I don't give a shit about his opinion on a podcast. And he just looked at me. He's like, damn, for real? And I'm like, no, that's a fact. They were caught. He was caught sleeping with his best friend's wife. So his character and his morals and his beliefs and what he thinks is cool or not cool or acceptable or all that bullshit doesn't mean a fucking thing to me. And that's where we're at in the fire department. We have guys... That will run around and literally you can be on a crew with them and have to trust them with your life, but you can't trust them with your wife. And we have people that are not chasing their dreams and we have people that are getting shit on or doubt themselves or stay up at night because they're worried about the opinion of guys that would literally sleep with your wife if had they had the opportunity. They would literally probably snake you in business and steal from you if they had the opportunity. But they wear the same patch as us or wear the same badge as us and want to walk around and talk like they're your brother and all this shit. And, and that's where we're at. So, you know, that's, that's the story that I, I really want to share with you guys because you can sit here and think that people have your best interest in heart at heart or you can think that they actually give a shit. And I'm, I'm going to tell you all that most of the time they're not going to. So if you have a dream or you have a passion or you want to go and do something to better yourself or you think would be better for your family, then go fucking do it and stop worrying about what these guys in the fire station or at your department or on Facebook are going to say because it doesn't make a shit. Because truthfully, if they're going to talk shit on you for the business that you want to run or the training that you want to go to, then they would probably also sleep with your wife. So do you really feel like you need to trust that person? Do you really feel like their opinion fucking matters? It doesn't. It doesn't to me. And that's just the cold hard facts. It's not how it's supposed to be. That's not how the fire service is supposed to be. You should be able to trust these guys with everything. We should build each other up. 
we should support each other. You know, and I got to tell y'all, some of, some of my coworkers and my friends and stuff at both departments that I'm uh, involved with and then the EMS department that I'm with, these guys, they support everything. If I have, you know, beef for sale, these guys bought, I, I can't tell you, I sold almost 1,800 pounds of meat in about six fucking hours to a 95% of it was to other firefighters because they support what we're doing. These hats that I sell, the shirts that I sell, all that shit's going to other firefighters because they support what we're doing. In my personal life, the girls have Girl Scout cookies. Who's buying that shit? People at the EMS station at the fire station. That's how we support each other. That's what you're supposed to do is support other firefighters or, or you know, whether it's through raffles or any, whatever it is that you have going on. You're supposed to build each other up, guys. And we've gotten to a point now, we let these pieces of shits come into the fire department that will literally sleep with your wife, that will talk shit about your business, that will try to blackball your business, go out here and run their mouth and, and put a bad references out and all that kind of shit. That's what they'll do. But then you're supposed to sit over here and trust them at 2 o'clock in the morning going down that hallway. So I see where we're sitting as far as as a culture. We need a fucking reality check. And I don't know if it's going back to the good old Irish way of doing things of, hey, you step out of the line, I'm about to hit you in the fucking mouth. Or what we need to do. I know a lot of chiefs out there are probably cringing when I say that because that's an HR nightmare. But, man, we gotta, we have got to get to a point where people understand that there's lines that cannot be crossed. If you understand that there's, there's lines that can't be crossed, there's consequences to actions, there's things that will get you fucked up in this, in this brotherhood that we're in because you want to claim that you're a part of it and you want to walk around here like you're a firefighter, you let everybody know you got your fucking firefighter necklace on and you got your firefighter tattoos and your stickers on your truck and you let everybody know that, everyone automatically assumes if you are a firefighter that you are a person of honor, that you are a person of strong character and morals and all that. They assume that because the people that came before us earned that. And now you're over here riding on the coattails of the people that have died and gone before us off the honor that they built and the trust that they built for the community and for each other. And you're shitting on it because you want to shit on people's dreams. You want to sleep with people's wives. You want to steal people's money. You want to do all this shit. You need your fucking ass beat. That's what you need. And you need to go out the fucking door. And we talk about the next 20 years of where we're headed for the next 20 years for the fire. If we don't get a hold of this shit right now, and we don't really nip this shit in the butt right now, then we're probably screwed, guys, because these people will sell you the fuck out. They will sell you out in a damn minute to better themselves. I'm not the only one talking about this shit. We're talking about promotions. We're talking about all this stuff, all these leadership, everything. And it comes back to trust. It comes back to trust and honor and integrity. And if you're that guy that's doing all that shit, you better get a hold of yourself because we're headed to a point where I really believe that the real firefighters are going to take back over and your ass is going to be homeless. You're going to be out there on the street because if you can't be trusted, you're out the fucking door. I don't care if you got 19 years and 11 fucking months in. You're out the fucking door. And why are we going to fire you? For conduct unbecoming because you have an untrustworthy character. That's why. And you just put all your time in, you ain't getting a damn pension. If I have my way, that's what I'll do to a lot of these fucking people that I know out here. I will put them on their fucking ass for destroying the brotherhood and destroying the trust that we have for each other and we're supposed to have for each other because all of those that came before us earned.
I've seen it time and time again of these older guys I work with. And a lot of you young cats that are probably, you know, 25 and younger, you didn't work with a lot of the guys that some of us did that are in our mid-30s. These guys lived and breathed this shit. They earned it. They truly believed it, and they lived it. They lived what the damn brotherhood of the fire service means. It wasn't a damn joke. It wasn't, it wasn't all about just sounding like Hulk Hogan and wanting to say all this bullshit on Facebook. That's not what it was about. It was about, hey, man, let's go, you know, such and such needs to build a deck on their house for the weekend, and the whole crew shows up, and we build a house. Such and such is moving, so we show up over here, and we help them fucking move. Such and such is, you know, they had a death in the family, so the whole crew shows up and shows out for that. That's what we do. Not this bullshit of, well, damn, you see such and such's wife at the banquet? Shit, I'm about to slide into her DMs tonight. But that's what the fuck we're becoming. And then now we're even becoming on the point where guys that have passions outside the fire service are running businesses and trying to do something good for their family. Now we're going to try to tear them down and take their credibility, even though we you know, don't, aren't doing anything ourselves, but we're going to try to destroy their credibility. And then when they show up at the station, we're going to want them to cover the tab for shit. Why? Because they got a successful business outside the fire service, so they should pay our way. That's bullshit. You're a bunch of leeches. You don't deserve to wear the badge. You don't deserve your fucking firefighter necklace. You don't deserve them tattoos that you got. Because you're not it. You are not living what we are. And I'm sick to death of people sitting by and letting these people get away with this shit. Guys, inside your stations... You better find them holes where the cameras ain't and start handling your business. I normally don't say shit like that, but guys, if we got dudes that are sitting over here and they're legit sleeping with other other firefighters' wives and shit, beat the brakes off their ass. It's worth it. It is fucking worth it. That shit is so wrong on so many different levels. And and we have a we have a change of tide coming. If I know a lot of people probably don't follow a lot of the stuff on a national level and everything that I do. Uh, there is a change of culture coming in the United States, if y'all haven't noticed. People are standing up. People are starting to get back to the old ways. People are getting vocal. People are sick to death of this politically correct, can't say anything, we got to tiptoe around everybody's feelings. The shit's done. It's fucking done. And the fire service, those of you that think that you can just skate and then run and go cry to HR... You're crossing lines that HR is not going to be able to protect you. When you put yourself in a position like some of these guys are doing, you understand that your ass can be killed as fuck for that. And it becomes, it ain't no HR problem. It's a court problem except for for you, you're in the ground. There's been a lot of people that's been killed because a husband comes home early and finds his wife in a bed with somebody else. You know, and it is what it is. I'm not saying that that's necessarily always the right thing, but I'm here to tell you guys, some of y'all have gotten a little big for your britches and then have the balls to walk into a fire station and face the guy that you were doing that shit with his wife. That is insane to me. And you deserve every fucking thing that you get. Everything. So... Like I said, what I want everybody to really take from this from this is stop letting people of shit character or shit morals 
or don't have any honor and integrity that want to walk around and act like they're part of the fire service brotherhood and all this, that, and the other, and they'll do anything for you and all this shit. Stop letting them dictate what you're willing to do. If you want to go have a business, if you want to do something outside the fire service, then go and do it. Because the only people that it matters to is you and your family. It doesn't matter. They're not going to be there. You transfer stations or some shit, you're never going to talk to them assholes again, more than likely. It doesn't matter. Do what you need to do, what's in the best interest for you and your family. If you're one of these guys that is, is in love with the fire service and wants to go to trainings all the time and wants to better yourself and learn everything that the fire service has to offer, then go and do it. Quit worrying about what the hell these guys at the station that are fucking slugs that don't want to do anything, that want to sit around and talk about how you're, you know, this, that, and the other, and I don't know why you're doing that. And it's all, you're always going to have the naysayers. Don't even worry about it. If you want to be a one percenter in this business that is literally knows the, the fire department inside and out, and you want to be a true tactician when it comes to stopping, then go and do it. Quit worrying about what these guys have to say because more than likely they got skeletons in their closet and they're not a really good moral compass anyway. Because if they were a good moral compass and truly believed in what the job was for, they may not be going to trainings all the time, but they'd be trying to learn from you who is going to trainings all the time and soak that shit up so that they can be better. But if they're just sitting back and want to talk shit on you for trying to be better, then they're probably not a very good human being anyway. And the quicker that we can start as a as an industry, as a as a fire service, as a brotherhood, start weeding those people out, the healthier that we will be. Because then they won't get the opportunity to promote through the ranks and fuck up the whole department. So, I, I really hope that everybody can understand what I'm trying to say, man. It just I, I hate seeing guys that I know having their businesses shit on, having you know. Their sacrifice that they're putting in for the the betterment of their department, the betterment of themselves, the betterment of their families, whatever it is, getting shit on by guys that wear a fucking badge, man. That pisses me off so bad. And what what people need to realize, though, is till we weed all those kind of people out and you just learn like, hey, just let it roll off your back because they literally their opinion doesn't mean shit. I need to go do what I need to go do. Then... You know, that's that's truly what you're going to have to do. That's what we need. We need to weed those people out. You need to just ignore them. And then if they want to try to leech off of you or they think that you, uh, because you're successful outside the fire service and you're in the, you know, you need to pick up the tab of them, tell them to get fucked. No, I'm not paying your way. You got money too. You got a paycheck too. You can go hungry. Sorry. You don't get to ride my coattails, man. You're already riding the coattails of the of the men and women that came before us and allowed for you to have this job and allowed for you to have the the way pay for. You're already riding those coattails. You can't ride anymore. Go do something for yourself. That's just how I feel about it, guys. So anyways, I'm going to wrap this one up. Like I said, this wasn't going to be a very long show, but y'all be sure if you want one of these Midnight Edition hats, man, y'all better jump on it and go ahead and get them ordered. Also, the, all the uh, fools chapters across the nation. Those of you that have been, uh, you know, in contact with me and stuff, we're getting ready to launch the Frontier Fools here in in um, Texas, and they they just recently got their big bulk order of cigars in, which is the first round. We're going to get some, uh, you know, pictures and videos and all that good stuff out there, so we can put it up. The website will be going live 
for uh, all the fools chapter. We've been working on making sure that everything is good with that. And um, we'll have that platform rolling. So if you're part of any kind of fools chapter across the nation, man, reach out to me, send me a, send me an email, uh, message me on Facebook, whatever. And, um, you know, I'd love to partner with any fools chapter out there. I've already kind of laid out the groundwork for everything that needs to be done. And your chapter will earn a commission on the sales of that chapter. That's something that I'm doing for the fools group, because I know that, uh, you know, a lot of the operating funds are not that lucrative, if you will. They're, uh, you know, constantly doing fundraisers, you know, they're all nonprofit. So they have to come up with the money to be able to put on these trainings and all this good stuff. And that's something I'm wanting to help out with. So guys go check out thirdalarmcowboys.com. Huge announcement. RJ Nip, our condemned saint, just got locked in today in Houston at the Red Isle Inn. The fight that was supposed to happen this month, everything I explained to y'all kind of fell through and this, that, and the other, but he's been locked in for a fight. It's coming up in April. I'll let y'all know when we get the ticket information. Also, be ready for EO Clay Morris. He's got his fight coming up next month, or actually, hell, it's this month. Today's uh, March 1st. So he's got his fight coming up this month. So we got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe when it comes to our third alarm fighter uh, partnership with these guys, if you will. And be sure and go check out the Truckee. I've told y'all before, I launched a new cigar I added to our cigar line called the Truckee. It's a Churchill. I just got a, a few of them in today uh, to be able to try them out as far as uh, for posting pictures and all that good stuff and see what kind of interaction we get and what kind of uh, excitement we get from you guys so it's a badass cigar i gotta tell you it's a lot longer than the other ones even though the other cigars are pretty damn big it's even bigger man it's uh it's funny because that's what i you know used to smoke was usually church hills and it's funny now to uh to have that as an option on my own line and in the with the third alarm cowboy cigar so y'all go check all that good stuff out and we'll see you on the next one Damn, I-